Hello. Hey. Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm doing. I'm doing good. Even better, I got new headphones, and I had to use my backup phone because my other phone I wasn't able to take care of the minutes today. <laughs> yeah. It actually sounds better than, than the main phone that I have. So tell me about your week. What kind of week did you have this week? Well, I just bought my first house. Oh, my God. How does it feel to be a new homeowner? Man. Yeah. That's, that's what Dan's there. Yeah, I, I hope to get there one day and everything. Yeah, God, remember you saw me the pictures of you moving, man. Well, how many bedrooms you got? Seven bedrooms. God dang. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a house, goddamn. We work on a mini mansion, damn. There's some rooms out this <laughs> Yeah, I got myself a Mick Mansion. Oh, most definitely. Congratulations, <laughs> congratulations, congratulations. And first off, I want to say this is an honor. Um, you one of the guys that I wanted to interview when I first started doing interviews and podcasting. Oh, yeah, my uh, Yeah, no, because I've been watching you for a minute. Um, oh, that's very good. Um, I also know you had reached out to my wife Tisha to do shoots. Uh, unfortunately, y'all didn't get to hook up. And um, like I said, I've been seeing your growth, and oh, man, okay. you've been doing your thing for the past couple of years, bro. I mean, really, yeah. really, 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 man. So I Thank mean, when you. you look back, when you look back on it, what's your first thoughts? On uh, what what your exactly? Your on career. my career, yeah, man, it, it has been a it's been a slow climb, that's for sure, a, a slow climb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So look, let me do these particulars. We can get this interview on the road, okay? All right, cool. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor. The perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and download and start podcast today. I'm your host, Kevin Arvin, Silver Champ. Y'all know what it is. You can find all my links with one link. Allmylinks.com backslash rap star. We have three wonderful sponsors. The first one being the Facebook and LS community, lsworld.com. The second one being Eroticism Magazine. So go to eroticismmagazine.com. You can get a monthly subscription. You can get it mailed to you in paperback or get it digital. And the last but not least sponsor is excitebunny.com. This is the new place for all you people that love to buy porn and see dirty pictures where we got a new spot for you. And for you content creators looking for a spot to post your stuff, 90% profit. So go to excitebunny.com. Get yourself a profile today. We also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts, giving you the black experience. Plus what from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. So go to G- go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses so we can build the black economy so we can create generational wealth. And the last thing I need to tell you about is the new smoke spot that we got, skyhawkafterdarktv.com. Go there, listen to the podcast on my personal page, or check out the radio station that they have. Now I'm about to be quiet and let this legendary man, award-winning man, and very much loved, and I have yet to hear someone say anything bad about this man. Introduce himself. 
<laughs> this is uh this is Thor Johnson. Most definitely. Most definitely. Thor Johnson, you have you have won awards for I understand or been nominated. Actually, you won an award. Let's let, let's make that clear. And stuff. Yeah. And how many and how many okay, first of all, let's start there. How did it feel to win an award in this business? Well, one was back in 2019 at the BBW Award Show, mm-hmm. uh, Best Male Talent. And winning the award for what you do, that makes you feel just so accomplished and recognized, man. You, you know, like the awards at the end of the day, they don't really mean that much, but it just shows that you're being recognized for what you do, all the hard work you put in. All the pussy you fuck. And it just it makes you feel like you're 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 you done some worth, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because you're being recognized by the industry is one of the best. Especially for I think that that's, a, that's what we all want. You know, that's what we yeah. want to be recognized by our peers. Yeah, I mean people talk shit about an award or what have you, but at the end of the day, you would love to have the motherfucker if you could. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, I don't give a fuck about the AVs. It don't matter as soon as you win one. Yes, thank you for recognizing me as the best for this year. <laughs> Absolutely. Most definitely. Real fast. Yeah, yeah. So and two also winning the awards kind of put a spotlight on you. Um, because it being recognized like that, I'm pretty sure it opened up more doors for you each time you win. Uh, it definitely does. Well, first of all, all the women they want to shoot with you after that. They all mm-hmm. want to stand in line, take photos with you. Like, you know, it's it's our it's our little fame Hollywood that we got here at the porn industry. You know, we need award winners. Yeah, yeah most definitely, most definitely. So now. Let's go to the beginning. How did Thor Johnson get into the porn business? Well, so I was working for Halliburton, the oil company, mm-hmm. and I was driving up truck, <clears throat> and I had a you know I was working two week hitches, and uh, you don't see your girlfriend for a long time. So I was like <laughs> truck, and I was taking photos and sending it to my girlfriend at the time, and I was like. Okay, well, you know, let me let me just record myself jerking off. So I did that. And then when I got up there, I was like, let me just upload this to the internet. And uh because I had to get up like at like five o'clock the next morning and drive back down to fucking Utah or something. And so I had forgotten I uploaded it. And then right after that, I had my uh, my week off. Right before my new week hitch started, they called me up and they're like, okay, you need to come in. We got the head HR from Colorado here. And I was like, okay. You know, I didn't, I didn't know what the hell they were even talking about. So I went in there. Gar, too, while I'm talking to you. Oh, no, that's all good. Because <laughs> I'm smoking a blunt. So we do <laughs> the smoker's lounge, damn it. <laughs> yeah, smoke up. when I heard the smoker's lounge, I was like, oh, shit. Light up my cigar here. Um, <laughs> so I got, I went in there, you know, and like big old long fucking conference table. Mm-hmm. Right at me, and I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I mm-hmm. sat down, they started asking me questions. They're like, 
do you know anything about this website called xtube.com? And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Xtube was the site. That was the shit back it in the was, day. It was, man. It was. Yeah. It definitely was. You know, it was all just uh, people uploading their own stuff. There wasn't no like professional porn mm-hmm. uh, stuff that the internet and uploaded. So I uploaded on there because I thought maybe some of the women that had accounts would like hit me up and want to go fuck or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, I had uploaded that I had completely forgotten. I guess in my week off, it had gone viral. And like, like back then, you know, it was. It was in one week. It was seventy thousand views that it hit, but back then that was this was like late two thousand twelve, you know. Ooh, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it went fucking viral. People downloaded it and they re-uploaded it all over the damn internet. So it was everywhere by that time. And I guess somebody saw it and had reported it because I had my work shirt on. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's some shit. So, 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 wait a second. So, what did they do to the person that reported you? <laughs> exactly. You like, I thought. Working, motherfucker. You ain't supposed to look at no goddamn porn. Exactly. <laughs> like, you're watching some dude jerk off and then you go report it. What, what the hell are you thinking? You know, like, so I went home and, like, you know, you're all scared. You're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, my job's going to fire me. So, I was like, all scared. I was, I was a very loyal worker. Other than you know jerking off on the clock, but I was a I was a very loyal worker to my company all the time, my whole life. I was always a hard worker, and so I was like, oh, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do, you know. And I had always wanted to do porn, porn. So I was like, seventy thousand views. You know, I kept checking it. Every time I checked it, there was more views, and I thought if I got paid one dollar for every view I've made a week. What I make an entire year, $70,000, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that, at that time, I was like, I knew I was, so I was like, all right, well, let me let me see where this goes. And so videos and uploading it, and they let me go. And then I pack Asia. Mm-hmm. I filmed some videos with some girls out there. And then it was just a slow climb, man. I came back, and I, I got my first paid shoot. Um, I came up with my stage name for that paid shoot, which is Thor Johnson, and uh, it was just a slow climb. I moved up to North Carolina, and I, I was like in a holding, a holding pen because back then there was no way to really like accept money for mm-hmm. video because there was no cash in mm-hmm. it. There was, you know, mm-hmm. the PayPal saw me accepting money for video. You know, and then after that, there was yeah. Kickstarter, and there was all this. Like, they blocked me, and they blocked me. All these people blocked me until eventually. I'm surprised I found no one it. told you about clips for sale, at least. I know because, I had never I found mean, out about it until I was in the industry for a couple of years. Yeah. Otherwise, man, I'm making all kinds of money. But I, I googled like I didn't know like what to even look up. I, a clip store or anything. But then I worked with this. Um, I worked with this really small uh, website called Jackie Love, and um, the the model there was like, "Yeah, I got my own website." And I was like, "What? You got your own site? You know?" And yeah, just hosted through Model Centro, and so I got on there. I set my website. You know, you, like your own domain and everything. Like they handle all the all the legal crap. 
And then I set up my own website, and man, it was just just a, a rise from there. Like, and then after that, I moved to Las Vegas, and and then boom, the OnlyFans. So yeah, more companies, but it's still as like pasty white guy that's a redhead, you know, like a lot of companies don't shoot guys like me. Mm-hmm. Guys. You watch mainstream porn. They don't shoot yeah. guys like us. So it's been a no. struggle. I tried to twist their arm to get me to you know have a shoot, but I, I've shot it here and there, but mostly I'm just a uh, you know a self-produced. I've won a couple awards doing that. You know, like I, I'm doing pretty good for myself now. Most definitely, most definitely. So, of course, you started shooting amateurly. Tell me about the first time you did your professional shoot. Well, the professional shoot, the first paid shoot I had was, was a fucking jerk-off video for uh, guys that <laughs> something like that. Yeah, they, so yeah. It, that was weird because I, I was just a straight guy from, from fucking Utah, man. I didn't I had never been around like like the the, the gay community or anything. Mm. So it was a little weird like jerking off as this guy recorded me in this hotel room, you know, and I was like, okay, but you know, it, it was it turned out good. It was very professional and uh, got me a lot of coverage and stuff and all the fans loved it. I wish my first paid shoot had been like, you know, fucking some hot chick down in California, but <laughs> yeah. it wasn't how it happened. Most definitely. So, shoot, so when you did get the opportunity to do a uh, a professional boy girl shoot, tell us how that went down. From you know the conversation with with the model to the actual shoot itself. Okay, so I shot with see him fuck um, last year. <laughs> I just love the names. I just love the names. <laughs> yeah, because they focus on the guy, unlike most of the other ones. Because most of my family. So, if a male time don't understand that, he need to be in this business. And I don't under, I don't fair. I don't get that. I mean, I understand that sometimes it's awkward to talk to people if that's not your sexual preference. But you know, you're mm-hmm. if you're a star, like your fan base is who your fan base is. You know, and like a lot of these guys, they're pretty respectful. They just want to talk to you, and you know, like mm-hmm. they want to. Imagine the same thing the girls imagining. So yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, so I got booked with them. They're down in Miami. They flew me out. Uh, it was like he his company really kind of boomed. But still, like mm-hmm. it was decent. Like I stayed, at the, I stayed at the guy's big ass house that he had. Model mm-hmm. stayed there too. But at this point, I had been doing a lot of you know I filmed a lot with models. You know, for for several years, and I learned like you don't want to like try to talk to them too much before the shoot, especially if they're married. You know, because mm-hmm. that makes them feel like you're trying to take advantage of them. Or, I don't. You don't want to make them feel awkward or something. So I was like, oh hey yeah, how you doing? You know, I didn't really talk to her too much before the shoot. So mm-hmm. right before the shoot, you know, like I was like, okay, cool. You know, warmed up. You know. And some chicks will do that. Won't. Some chicks get all offended and they're like, oh, I don't do nothing off camera and stuff like that. And it's like, so you got to kind of get yourself hard and get yourself ready. But it kind of kills the mood when they, 
when they don't do that. And I understand. If, I mean, we're mm. anyway. So yeah. that's kind of how I feel. And, and, no- and to me, it's kind of like you're taking the fun out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. but because at the end of it, like you said, we are about to fuck. We about to do all this nasty shit. You telling me that you just can't touch it before we get started? I mean, we do have to do steals in the whole nine, so you're going to be touching it and sucking it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no fluffers on the, on the set anymore. Like, that doesn't exist. Yeah. That died out. So if you're getting paid this much to come be on film and fuck on film, isn't that kind of your job now to be the fluffer? And I'm probably going to catch your shit ton of hell for saying that, but it's kind of the reality of the business, you know? Actually, oh, hold on. So, yeah. Oh, why, why, why we pick this break? Premium smoke room, four ninety nine. I'm talking about three. Extra bonus episodes as well. Four ninety nine a month. Go check it out. I'm talking about the premium smoke room. You can find it on Spotify or Anchor, or you can find a link in the description of any of any of the places that you find the smokers lounge. Okay. Hello? Okay, I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, I just did a quick little uh, commercial while you were gone. Now go ahead. Yeah, I'm probably going to catch a shit ton of hell for saying that because, you know, no, like, but that's facts. It, it is a fact. I mean, and that, <laughs> I, uh, I know a, a damn good director that shoots with the chick that uh, has been my name is Big Bubble, but you know, back since like the early 2000s, he he produces all of her shit now. I talked mm-hmm. to him about this, and he was like, "Oh yeah, if the if the model." sits there and says, oh, I don't do that. He'll say, he'll tell the the, the side worker who say, okay, remind me to uh, cut a cut a couple bit bills off of her check, you know? And yeah. as soon as he says that, oh, man, she's right down there sucking that guy's dick. So, yeah. It, yeah because it's, because, it's, because it's, when you're doing the paid shoot, it's more, especially the companies that you have worked with, it's more money on the table. They ain't got time for that bullshit. They ain't exactly. got time for the that would you you're there, there to work. Yeah. Be a yeah. yeah, you're there to work. And I, I get it why some chicks don't want to because some guys kind of hound them the whole time, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, those guys have kind of ruined it for other people. But like you're literally I'm, I waited like minutes right before we started, you know, the camera turned on out of mm-hmm. respect, you know. Mm-hmm. Then you sit there and say like, oh, I don't do that. Uh, they're like, man, I don't really want to fuck you now. Like now it's a struggle <laughs> to stay turned on, you know. Yeah. So, but, and, uh, some but stuff can be very see, difficult. But see, that's why I like doing the content trade shoots versus that, that's why I never really try to fuck with the paid shoots and stuff because I know the ego of the girls that might be on there. Exactly. It's more fun when you do the independent girls because those girls, they're, they're, they're there to work, but they're also there to have fun. You know? Exactly. And, and that's the job. It's supposed to be a fun job. That, that's yeah. the whole point. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. So, so shoot. So, um, from being in front of the camera, a lot of people don't realize how much we have to think, think when we're doing these things. You know, think to the fact of like angles to the camera and the whole night, even though we are sitting there fucking on top of trying to stay hard. Like with certain characters that you need and everything else to put 
All right, hold on for a second. Yeah. No. She's right now getting this cable put in, so you know. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Sorry, I was the. Uh, I just moved in, and the the cable guy was here, so. Yeah. Oh, Trent, yeah. my, my listeners understand. We we keep it real and raw on this show, so. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, like you so, said, yeah, I prefer to do a lot. The content trade, the self-producing stuff, and what I really, what I find is the best. It's like now that there's a lot of content producers and not just porn actors, a lot of the mm-hmm. content producers, they're so much more laid back. They usually come from the swinger lifestyle. Like, man, they're mm-hmm. uh, to get like good filming. Like you can fuck a little bit before and a little bit after filming. They're just mm-hmm. fun. They're a lot funner people without these huge mm-hmm. egos, you know, and me, I don't have an ego. I don't. I'm, I'm, if you be, if you, Ask anybody that knows me in the industry. I'm one of the nicest fuckers that you'll ever. Because I never, I never believe in having ego. I don't walk around think I'm better than ever, and I never will. I'm just not that type of person, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So because I mean, every time when I hear your name, all I hear is just good talk. And smiles, you know what I'm saying. I mean, but but okay, then let, let's go into that then real quick. Okay, because the one time that I saw negativity was, uh, and let's get into it. While we, cause I said we always get into the hard questions, what have you. You have caught in flat for being called the King of Spades, all right. Um, and. I got into it with someone that had I had that discussion with somebody and ended up getting me blocked on Twitter and, and kicked off Twitter for about thirty for not even thirty days for like a day. Really? But yeah, because it, it, this is my thing, right? King of Space for what I know what Queen of Space is supposed to be, and yeah. for what you're probably saying to a certain extent, is an actual good thing towards black women. Period. Because in the annals of it, that means you have a submissive to them or you like them, you worship them, whatever, whatever way you want to try to slice it. Yeah, so it, was, it was supposed to be the opposite of the Queen of Spades aspect. Yeah, which was, yeah, it's, yeah. It was a whole fucking secret lifestyle. Yes, know? yes. See, that, that's why I was getting it. See, so actually, go ahead and explain the King of Spades to my listeners. Okay, so a lot of, especially guys. A lot of guys, black and white, they both know what a queen of spades is. Most mm-hmm. women, they don't really know what that is. But mm-hmm. a, a queen of spades is typically married a married white woman. Intent doesn't have sex with her husband. He's usually a cuck or something like that. But it's mm-hmm. usually a middle-aged married white woman who is only she only fucks black guys. That's her preference. Yeah. Right. And it's the yeah. entire secret lifestyle that a lot of people don't know about. A lot of them get uh spades tattooed with a Q. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you actually, see that, yeah. Actually, if you want to get te- technical about it, she's a slave to black men, literally. Because yeah, she's yeah. a technical slave. She's not just a simple ass submissive. Yeah, no, no. She's like black. They they call her black yeah. owned. Yes. Fuck black guys, you know? Yes. <clears throat> and they get a tattoo of it. And it's a whole thing. It's like, you know, like she's into it. All the guys, the fucker, they're all into it. You know, everybody's happy, right? 
And so there's websites. I mean, if you even think black.com, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, okay, so now they, they want to get into like racial terms and race play terms and stuff. Black.com is one of the biggest porn sites in the world, one of the most mm-hmm. profitable websites in the world. Nobody has a problem with that. But so I thought, okay, well, it might be kind of cool because I was filming a lot of interracial uh, content, and you're not supposed to yeah. use the word interracial anymore. Apparently, Man, fuck it. It's my show. Didn't kiss my ass. Say interracial. Yeah, people, people <laughs> in the industry don't fuck like that anymore either. But interracial yeah. is a real fucking thing. Right. There's nothing there's nothing racist about that terminology. It is what it is. It's interracial. Two races getting together. Mm-hmm. And porn interracial is strictly because it you have to go by research and you need mm-hmm. a certain terminology to search. So interracial and porn is strictly okay. Yeah. So I was like, I had a bunch of uh interracial content and I was like, hmm, well, let me try this. Let me try to reverse this. And just make like a website with all the content that I have and call uh, King of Spades instead of Queen of Spades. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't trying to upset anybody or anything like that. And I was doing that for six months. Nobody had a problem. None of the models had a problem. None of the onlookers had a problem. And the one guy mm-hmm. that did have a problem, I used to like, I was always cool with this guy. He always used mm-hmm. to go to FedExCon. Him and his wife would win all kinds of awards. I sat at the table with him every time I went, and he won a award. I was like, hey, congratulations, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we were cool. In fact, this guy, <clears throat> sometimes I get booked to go dance at, like, gay bars or, or uh, drag bars or something like that as, like, the mm-hmm. male guy that, that shows up. And so mm-hmm. this guy reached out to me, like, a few months before he had a problem with me after I had started all this and was like, Hey, can you help me get a job dancing at some of these gay bars, blah, blah, blah. I sent him all the contacts, like, you know, like I thought we were cool and everything. And mm-hmm. so then we were up for award, me and him both up for the same award. <laughs> award show, right. 2019. Yeah. Everything's cool until I won that award. Instantly, at a drop of a hat, that next day, he had a fucking problem with me. And so, hey, I'm gonna tell, tell you what's funny. I said that. Oh, because, you did? Yes, I said that because it, it was mentioned in the tweet that you won the XBS. You feel what I'm coming from? So, I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, if you have an issue with the racial issue, you wouldn't have never mentioned XBS. You wouldn't have said shit. It, it has nothing to do with that issue if you want to make it that issue. So to exactly. me, it was like you trying to use the king of spades, trying to radicalize it as being racial. Yeah. To credit Thor Johnson because he beat you out for a award that you was up for also. Mm-hmm. And, and that, what, that one year, I'm going to let you speak. And one more caveat. You're a fucking dom. So you know what the fuck King of Spades fucking mean. How the fuck you gonna sit here and have this conversation and you know you're a fucking dom, but yet you'll sit there and fuck a Queen of Spades in a heartbeat. And we done seen the videos speak. Yeah, he's done this. He done the videos where he was the guy. Yes. You know what I mean? But now since he had a change of heart, now it's different? Come on. You know what I mean? Like, just because you had to change your heart, don't mean you start attacking everybody. It wasn't just me. He started mm-hmm. he started attacking all kinds of queens of spades on the internet, too. 
Yeah. Try to get everybody to believe it. No, I'm going to tell you what it was. He got around a legendary porn star and it got to his head. Because I, I told you, yeah. I, 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 I'm very observant. He got around yeah, a legendary got, porn he, star. He now, now he's a Black Panther. Let's go! Yeah. Man, sit he your red bone ass down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your dumb ass down. He's hey, fucking fuck ego some. Yeah. Ego but see, him, but see that because I know you sometimes catch flat from other male talents because yeah. it's, it's the male talent side just compared to the female talent side. And what's so funny? It's not even about money; it's about pussy. That's the sad part about that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Cause they mad about the girls you be fucking, you know. Period. But it, it, but then when you hear the girls talk, especially the ones that come on this show, you check all the boxes of what they would work with. You have cachet. You have experience. You have you have sites. You have references. You have awards. I mean, shit. Who wouldn't want to fucking shoot with you? Yeah, thank you, thank you. you you're bankable. You know what I'm saying? I, I said this before. You won the top ten. Don't get it twisted. Thank you, thank you. That, that means a lot to me. Most yeah, definitely. So, so how do you run your sets when you film? Well, I, like I, I just bought this new. Mm-hmm. Usually, some of my place. It's all about. It's a business, you know. You can't have it. A lot of the guys in the industry that have to try to have a guess about pussy because most of them aren't making a good return anyway. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're actually a professional and you're doing a good in the industry, it's all about mm-hmm. overhead because you got to look mm-hmm. at it as a job. Mm-hmm. About this great big ass house, it's like an old Las Vegas uh, style house, you know, big spiral staircase, mountain mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. giant walls and shit like. That. So mm-hmm. I always try to have a nice set, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you contact the model, you gotta be really polite and stuff. You try not to like flirt a little too much, that might uh put them the wrong way. But um mm-hmm. typically it's better if you meet some event. So they come here, mm-hmm. you know, the first thing you do is you come in, you sit down, you do your paperwork before anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All release forms, all that liability stuff, and then you sit there and you talk about what your hard knows, what your hard yes, you know, like what do you absolutely don't want. Mm-hmm. It's an agreement of what is going to happen on film before, and mm-hmm. so you talk about all that. I I try to keep it funny so it's not like some of these guys do. You know, like uh, the, the casting couch thing. That's you want to kind of stay away from that whole like that feeling, you know. And so yeah. you try to keep it funny, and then I say, okay, so let's come into the the room that we're gonna film or decide where we're gonna film. And I'm like, and they're usually kind of nervous. Doesn't matter how uh, how always nervous. So yeah. you kind of you, know, you make a few jokes. I'm like, okay, so we're gonna kind of do a little dance through of what we're gonna. And so I show them, you know, I'm like, okay, so you're going to bend over here and then you lay on your back. And like, I lay on my back, I spread my legs and like jiggle around on the bed. Like, you're probably going to be coming at this point. And then you come over here and drop down. We'll get a good close up of your suck on my dick. And like, you know, like ask them if they squirt. Like, okay, if you squirt, and then we want to get that shot. You know, like I act all this shit out for them. So they kind of relax and kind of like see, like, oh, okay, you know what? This guy's fun. He's not just like mm-hmm. serious, he's not just a hard dick. Like, he's fun. Yeah. He's doing stuff, you know? And then before that, they we decide what they're going to wear. And 
okay, go ahead and lay back and open your legs. And they look at you like, what? Like, I got to check your pussy for toilet paper because, like, you know, you go to wipe before you do a scene. You're going to have toilet paper. Yeah, so you, you got to do a check. Girl. You got to make you, sure. Yeah, because yeah, I don't want to have to cut and edit as much as possible. So we do the toilet paper check. And you spread their ass cheeks and do the toilet paper check. But they're usually pretty comfortable at that point because it's mm. like, okay, you know, like, they're they're cool. And so mm-hmm. at that point, they're having a good time. And uh, it's also super important that you make sober. At the very least, when you're signing all the paperwork and stuff, because that's the consent. You know, they got to be sober on the paperwork to consent. They got to be sober when you talk about your hard no's and your yeses and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. on set, people want to have a good time. People People want to have a drink. Some girls, I prefer if they don't, but some pills and stuff, you know what I mean? So you got to make sure that, like, they're at the right level of saying yes or no. And then after that, like, if you want to smoke a blunt or if you want to, you know, get take a shot or something like that, to chill yourself out, that's cool. But, you know, consent is a topic now and a lot of people don't follow that so you know you can't be fucking somebody that's like all messed up on pills or somebody that shows up high or something like that you can't have any of that i've been through that where a girl was like drunk it pissed off my cameraman so bad that he damn near sworn off shooting again until i convinced him otherwise (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying because because it's kind of like one you feel like you're taking advantage of it if she's drunk. Exactly. And yeah. You're afraid that she might wake up and think you did something wrong and, and stuff like that, you know, period. Because with us being men, our reputations, it can be sullied quick. Oh, is that exactly? Yeah. It can be sullied Absolutely. quick. You don't even take much. Woman, she can got them fuck up 50 times and she still get work. Dude, we fuck up once. We might not ever get no girls to shoot with us. Exactly. You know, you got to be really careful. You got to be careful who you work with. Like, you got to double check all her Twitter stuff, all the posts. If she's sitting there and she's slamming male talent, don't work with her, you know, because she's making up lies. I know this. There was this one girl that I know a dude. Like, I shot his first sight, I shot his first scene with him with a model. Like, I filmed it for him, you know? Like, he showed up. He was super professional, you know? He was also the type of guy that likes to have fun. So he likes mm-hmm. to get high and stuff like that. But there's no drugs on my set. So <laughs> then he showed up to this other girl set. And this type of chick, she's the one that sits there and, like, cries rape and stuff if something doesn't, like, if the guy upsets her somehow. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they didn't do anything. Like, it's multiple guys that she did this to that I know. And this one guy, he he called me up. He's like, dude, she's saying all this crazy stuff. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, I showed up. Like, she was high. I was high when I showed up. We all smoked out before we filmed. And now she's saying, like, I did this and I did that. Like, and so I called her out. I said, oh, so he was high when he showed up? She's like, yeah. She was posting this on her wall. I said, that he couldn't have consent. Why did you film him? You should have sent him away when he showed up high. Oh, man, she was pissed. Instantly after that, she mm. fucking started putting on Twitter that I boobs on a red carpet photo two years ago. Like, so <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, you going to say that I did that. You know, I touched your boobs without your consent. Like, obviously, all these guys that you're fucking saying all this shit about, 
bullshit, you know? So you got to be yeah. careful because they'll try to the industry. You got to be really, trust me, really I, careful. Trust me, I know, dog. Trust me. I know. I done went through the Twitter beefs with models. And and, 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 and the thing that people don't realize is that when Shorty want to call you out, now I got to sit here and explain the fucking situation so y'all can get my side of the fucking story. You and the problem is a lot of the females don't want to listen to that. You know, because yeah, because they're it's all about girl power and like you know I understand that aspect shit guys out there, but all it takes is Mm -hmm. one chick to lie, you know, Mm -hmm. and favor. Yeah. Yeah. So trust me, I've I've been there numerous times, numerous times. So now a lot of a lot of times. Something that you're hard on them. Because with men, we have to do the contacting. Girls get contacted. So what yeah. girl, what do you look for and who you hit up? And vice versa, who hit you up that, okay, yes, I will do content with, I will work with her. What she need to bring to the table? It depends on if I'm shooting for my BBW site or if I'm just shooting like a regular boy girl. Mm-hmm. For regular boy girl, I... I want her to be short. I want her to be thin, and I want her to be fun. That's what that's all. Care if she has a big fan base or a little fan base. No, I don't. Awards. I don't care about any of that. Base. My fan base pays me. Whether they like to see the the individual girls, right? Yeah. But like, regular uh, boy. They just want to see me fuck a chick. They don't care who the chick is. So yeah, see, 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 see. You speaking, you speaking to the traffic. See, you speaking to the traffic, and see, that's the thing that I've been telling people: women traffic and men traffic is different, and people complete, don't get that. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So if you have the money to book all the super top models, you're going to create and build a fan base and it's going to take a while to be recognized by this fan base but you can build yeah. and create a fan base that wants to tune in to see those models but your yeah. overhead is going to be a lot higher so if you're not selling a lot or you don't have a big budget for it you got to start somewhere else and so it's easier to find a fan base that likes you for you and then you do all the models that you enjoy you know what I mean yeah. the overhead's lower yeah yeah, yeah. But see, but see, but see, but let's keep it real though. You got to have a talk game, <laughs> you feel me? because 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 be real. It's it's like my man Sean Don said. If you couldn't get pussy outside of porn, you 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 ain't gonna do well in this business. Because when you talk about doing content trade, you have to convince a girl to be willing to trade content, and in their mind, content trade is fucking for free. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's not yeah. fucking for free. No, you ain't got a male talent to fuck. Exactly. Fuck. They need yeah, they need a guy. They need a guy. Oh, but it is. They don't have a camera. Hold on. They don't have a camera nor a place. So we gotta provide that too. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of twisted how they look at male talent, you know. When I first started out. I, I remember I contacted, I was still living in North Carolina at this time, and mm-hmm. I contacted this BBW model. She was up in New York. I don't know how the game was all played and everything, you know, so I contacted her, and uh, I was like, hey, do you want to film together? And she was so rude to me. She said, uh, well, you're a nobody, you know, and if you want to film, you're going to have to pay me like, God, like 
$700. You got to pay me $700 to film and you don't get the content. I get the content. And I was like, what the hell do I get out of it? You know, like, so I was like, okay, no, thanks. And then after I won the BBW award, here she comes around wanting to film with me. Dude, it, it, yeah. don't you know when they, they do that? <laughs> yeah, she contacted And I keep all my messages. Always keep messages. I never, if I get pissed off at somebody and block them, I never delete their messages. So I mm. kept all the messages. And so she contacted me and said, hey, do you want to film together? I said, didn't you fucking turn me away two years ago? You said I had to pay you to film and I wasn't getting out of the content, you know? And she's like, oh, well, I, I didn't know who you were at the time, and blah, 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 you know? And it's like, I'm not fucking filming with you. And that felt yeah. pretty way, you know, because nobody, mm -hmm. no guys don't turn girls away. So that felt no. pretty good. I was like, you know what? You got to treat me like shit when I'm a nobody. Don't come fucking around when I'm, when I'm a somebody. somebody. Yeah, because that, 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 because to me it's like it's like I always I always said this even when I was in the business I want to be respected for my work in the business. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? That yeah. at the end of the day, it's like when a girl used to tell me, "Well, you too amateur," but then I go look and you shooting with a dude that got the same exact setup that I have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm doing way more type scenes than what the fuck he's doing. It makes you feel like, okay, then what the fuck? Then, then what? The, what the fuck you really looking for? That's why I say a lot of times it's more about what the girls choose by cachet if they want to fuck you. That's true. You know, that's what it comes down to because we our conversation is different. We ask if the bitch sold. They asked if the dick was good. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> they ain't thinking about sales. They ain't thinking, yeah, I mean, come on. They ain't thinking about no damn sales. Do you actually think that these people sit here and say, you know, yeah, that last scene I did with Thor, that shit, goddamn, man. I, was, I made like $50 with that damn shit. Or Louis Adonis, I made 60 No, they thinking, man, goddamn, Thor made my back out. Yeah, girl, you might yeah. wish you could do it. got some good dick. You feel exactly what I'm saying? They, yeah. That's what they tell each other. Yeah, that's what they tell each yeah. other. So you got to fuck, you got to lay it down. You got to lay it down yeah. good and make sure it's filmed good and be like, reputation. Because, yeah, because it, it can be the best looking damn film in the world, but and she just like because I've had another chick, right? Because um, so I was running, I was running Song Lee stuff for a long time, and this guy reached out to her, and I was, I was, I was, I was running all of her social media, so I was replying to all these guys that set up the shoots. So I said, okay, what's your references? And so he gave me a big name reference. I was like, damn, okay. So I contacted her, and I was like, how's this guy? And she's like. Yeah, his film's good, but it's the most boring damn sex I ever had. That's exactly <laughs> what she said to me. And I was contacting uh -huh. her girls, like, uh, cause I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's different, like, what they'll say to a guy, that's different what they'll say to mm -hmm. a girl. Like, you're damn yeah. yeah. And, oh, he's boring, or he couldn't keep it hard, or, you know, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. For them, so it's a big mm -hmm. thing. They don't look at sales like you just said. They look mm -hmm. at because they want to have fun. I mean, obviously they're to get mm -hmm. fucked, you know. And a lot of girls, especially if they're not if they're not like top girls that sell a shit ton of stuff, mm -hmm. they don't know how to market their stuff. So the content trade is really just for them to go out and actually get good dick. 
You know? Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. And see, what they don't realize is, and see, I have I explained it to the girls that I have worked with, that I've managed in the past, even girls that that been on the show. It's not about how many dicks you fuck, it's about the quality of dick you fuck. The cash yeah. in. You know, yeah. because at the end of the day, yeah, you're getting good dick, but also you, iron sharpens iron. The more, if so, if, if I'm pretty sure motherfuckers watch your site because I had yeah. this happen to me. Every time when I do a girl, she might be just starting out. I do her. Everybody want to work with her. You feel what I'm saying? They do. You know, they, yeah, they, they, they look. They look. Well, new girl coming up. Okay, let's follow some of these other guys who they're filming with. You know? Yeah. And then when, even if you were their first shoot, these other guys, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, this is her first marketing like that because she's an unknown mm-hmm. girl. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're testing the waters by looking at all these other guys' content who are smaller than them. Mm-hmm. They're keeping their eye out for it. Oh, yeah, most definitely. <clears throat> most definitely. Yeah. Um, I got to ask you this question before I get to the to the business questions because I noticed that you have, if I'm correct, you have a pegging video. Am I correct? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't filmed very good. Yeah. I have, oh, I, yeah, have yeah. I got to ask this question. <laughs> How well did that do? How well did that do? You know, it went really well for her. And I kind of <laughs> wish I hadn't done it because, like, when you Google my name, that pops up before all my other stuff. I'm like, damn, like, I don't think, I don't think my fans really liked it all that much. I think because my fans, most of my fans, they want to see you wanna, get. They want to see you fuck. They want to. Yeah, they want to see me fuck. <laughs> but there's, it's such a huge fantasy for guys that like, mm-hmm. you know, guys of these girls, the fans of these girls. It's a huge fantasy of that because their wife mm-hmm. won't do it, their girlfriend won't do it. So when they mm-hmm. do it and they film it, all these guys are like, "Oh, I want to see because I want to get fucked by you." You know, I want to get. I want you mm-hmm. to peg me. So they'll watch it and they'll download it and they'll spread it everywhere. So it actually does better for the females. So yeah, like, yeah. I kind of wish that I hadn't done it for trade because I didn't make a damn thing out of it. I was like, I mean, you know, it, it's like it's like it's, it's straight up because like, I talked to girls about pegging or what have you, and I think you had one. So I was like, okay, it's kind of like the solo video, right? I didn't yeah. think the solo video would sell. I done sold some. So I was like, I was just curious, does it pegging? Now, understand, I would never do pegging because I can get rimmed all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that but, sells good. That sells yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, rimming sell good. But I was yeah. just wondering to peg it because I was like, okay, that's a different element, element of video. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tried to switch it up and do it on film. I've done it. I, I think that's the only time I've done it on film. All the other times I did it was like, you know, with the girlfriend or like, you know, the soon to be wife type situation. Mm. And it's a lot better in that situation because mm. it's something you trust. And like, yeah. you're, you're giving up a lot of power when you do that. You turn your butt yeah. up or something. Like, Man, it's it's yeah. awkward and it's kind of uncomfortable when you're doing it with somebody you don't know. And it's like, so, so I've done it like in the bedroom, mm. but I learned like, okay, some things need to stay in the bedroom. Yeah, have you caught flag? Now, I'm going to ask you this. Like I said, I was asking the hard question. Did you ever catch flack for that video? I never oh. heard anybody bring it up. No. I think you're the only the only guy that really brought it up to me. But yeah. I, you know, people look it up 
and they mm-hmm. probably think, oh, this guy's fucking weird or something like that. But you know what? But see, that lets you know how beautiful it is right there. How normal that shit is now. Because you did that like what five to six years ago? Yeah, a long, oh, long time ago. Been, yeah. That shit would do it viral viral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were crazy back then. You, you might have been on CNN out this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would have been crazy. Anyway, I'm surprised that fucking jerk off video didn't go get reported to the news or something. Because I was driving a damn semi truck when I did yeah. that. And went viral. And the craziest thing about the Halliburton, they never mentioned that I was operating their fucking commercial vehicle, you know, with their fucking payload on the back, jerking my dick on the interstate. They never said nothing about that. They were upset that I wore the damn shirt. Isn't that fucking crazy? Well, see, but see, not that what it was because because you had the shirt on, they could see the company. Yeah, yeah, they were mad about the company, <laughs> man. See, if they saw you with butt in the truck, they might have said They were like, "Oh, he's just a freak." Yeah, Let's keep it real. They know what go on in the truck. Come on, the lounge lizards. Come on, come on. Oh yeah, lounge yeah. lizards. Sure. Come on. It's probably not the first guy that got fired for jerking off in a truck. Well, I've been talking about shit. They, they probably got fired for worse than that. Yeah, I'm sure. Because yeah. think about the truck stops that y'all go to, especially out west. What? Them girls there? You don't think they're getting a little something, something in the truck? That you shit, them motherfuckers got a bed in the back? Come on. Come on. Buying a semi and just filming it like a whole other website and just filming it Ooh. as like a trucker porn because you know truckers love porn and they always yeah. do about these girls coming their truck and fucking them and stuff and I thought you know I could get a couple female models and film them like they were a female trucker and they're picking up guys because that's a huge fantasy you know and I thought okay I could get yeah. the trucker looking dudes and have these chicks like sucking them and fucking them as they park somewhere mm-hmm. you know like I really thought about starting a whole nother website for that I really did mm, that would be no that would be hot though that would oh, be fucking fuck hot. Gotta love a lounge lizard. His name is something like that, goddamn. Gotta fuck a lounge lizard. Fuck <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you. It's in the truck industry, man. You always, you always fantasize, man. I wish a chick would just come up and just like fuck me in the back of this truck, you know? Like, it's a huge fantasy. And I'm pretty sure that shit would be hot as fuck, though. That shit would be hot as fuck. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because, because, like I said, that's what's missing that point anyway. Creativity. Yeah. Pure creativity. Yeah. That's what's missing right now. It's all about trying to come up with stuff that hasn't been filmed yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Because, um, because we always have the com- conversation about content creators versus porn stars or what have you, um, and everything, and uh. And, and, and like I told you, like I tell anybody, when it comes to that, the argument is with content creators, it's they don't do it on a professional style, yeah. Versus us, and when people don't realize it ain't you, it, it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily the talent you shoot with. Because like I had chit chatted with a girl who actually had multiple male talents, but she shoots at a high level, but she ain't never shot with a major talent. I explained to her, I said, no, nah, baby girl, that's that's porn star. Because yeah. of how you're filming and how you're moving and stuff. So, to you, what advice would you give to a content creator that might say, okay, I want to advance my career like Thor did? What would be the best advice you give them? 
Man, it's so hard because you know what the the one your fan base. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who your fan base is, as long as you play up to them. You know, it doesn't matter if your fan base is gay because gay guys like to watch straight guys fuck. It's a huge fantasy, just like straight guys like to watch a lesbian fuck, right? So you got to be true to yourself. Don't do stuff that you're not into, but you'll have to play up to your fan base and who they are. You know what I mean? When I film my stuff, I know the guys like to watch my ass when I fuck. I tell the cameraman, make sure when I'm on top of her, you get a, a, a full body shot so you can see my ass going up and down as I'm fucking her. Not mm-hmm. just my dick is a good close-up because mm-hmm. they see they like to see a big powerhouse man pounding into a woman. So that's yeah. you don't want to go so mm-hmm. far away to like I constantly get asked, well, how come you if more? Because that's not who I am. I'm not gay, you know. I mean I've done I've done some stuff there, but mm-hmm. I still want to who I am, you know. And if I have to and try see, to put too, up, too, I think this is what people don't get about the gay fan base. If people want to talk about it, so we're gonna go there. They like seeing this with a woman. Absolutely. Believe it or not, they like seeing this with a woman because don't get it twisted, gay porn does hit because more women watch gay porn. Oh, yeah, because it's men. They want to see men. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it hits. For us. They want to see us fuck a chick because the imagination that is them, especially on the trans transgender side of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's kind of like I even had a transgender and a gay dude say, No, nah, I want to see you jerk off. I want to see you fuck a bitch. <laughs> I want to see you mm-hmm. give you head. You know, period. So it's you got to play to all your fan bases if you want to make money. And you can't be ashamed of it nor afraid of it. And then you know, the big thing I always want to tell people. If you're a stud in the porn industry, you, you can't be afraid to do this and you can't be afraid to do that. You can't be afraid of who's watching and who's trying to talk to you. You're If you're a true fucking stud, you're a stud, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. over in Europe, Europe porn is so different than American porn. If you watch, like, German porn and their, their gangbangs, yeah. all those they guys... Nasty. Yeah, they get nasty. They're they're completely <laughs> comfortable with each other. Like you got a whole group of guys, and they're just like friends, just having a good mm-hmm. whole group of guys yeah. just pounding, taking their turns. They're not afraid of a fucking dick bumping their elbow. You know what I mean? But in America, <clears throat> everybody's so homophobic on a porn set because they're afraid. Oh, this guy's getting too close, or this guy's looking at my dick. So I go, I'm gonna go land. You I know was what I mean? Was, I mean, like, I was in a position where she had, where the girl had my dick and his dick in the mouth at the same time. I didn't even Absolutely, fucking yeah. Yeah, like, you know. I've been cuck sessions. Huh? Yeah, and in Europe, they do that all the time, you know? Like, shove both those dicks in their mouth. Shove both those yeah. time, you know? I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm a, I'm a stud. I'm here to fuck. I mean, I understand the difference between, like, Sticking my dick next to a guy's dick while we're fucking mm-hmm. a woman, and yeah. there's a huge difference between going off by yourself with another guy. You know what I mean? Like that's very, very different. You know, like yeah, yeah it, it's not. It doesn't make you gay just because your dick touched another guy's dick. And that's another thing I tell a lot of guys that want to get into porn. Like, 
if you're serious about doing porn, like you have to really think how comfortable are you? How comfortable? Because your dick's going to touch another guy's dick. You're going to be naked with a bunch of other dudes, you know, and you have to stay hard. It ain't easy to them guys that you never met until you learn like, okay, we're just here to fuck the chick, you know? It's all good. Like, even if this guy might be a little weird or something, but yeah, you gotta you gotta be comfortable with it. Yeah, most definitely. So, man, good night. Look, I'm gonna have to bring you back because there's a lot we didn't get to touch into. Because, uh, ah, yeah, I got to bring you back, dog. So, we gonna have to set that up most definitely. So, tell everybody where they can spend money on Thor Johnson. Only fans. Well, if you're if you're one of my gay fans, but I'm only fan. <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if you want to see me jerk off and talk dirty to you women on there too if you want to see me jerk off and talk dirty and tell the the too afraid to say you know like a custom video only fans is the place for that if you want to see me with some bbw's big beautiful women all over you know all different type of races i shot down in mexico i shot over america you know i shot in thailand all that stuff you go to uh thor-bbw.com or if you want to see all the different content all of it on one big site ThorJohnson.xxx. Most definitely. So, Mr. Johnson, I'll be bringing you back on the show. I know my fans enjoyed it, especially the ladies and the gents. Well, good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm happy to have you talking. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, my brother, um, I'm definitely looking to bring you back and stuff. We're gonna chop it up about that. So, people, you know how we always end this podcast every day, all day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right.